Hey there, and welcome to Remember Harry Potter, a literary podcast covering all aspects of the Harry Potter series. On Remember Harry Potter, we talk about all things openly, especially the relationships and everything that goes along with them. We also understand that there are conversations that will come up that we might not be able to do justice. We want to include as much diversity as we can. So if you'd like to share your perspective with our audience, please message us. Oh, and fair warning, we We are are not not spoiler spoiler free. All right. Hi. Hi. What's up? Uh, Harry Potter. (laughs) Talking about it. Nice. Living it. Love it. Loving it. Always. I love Harry Potter. Never will stop. I love these books. Me too. So much. Mm. All right. So my name is Marin. And my name is Emily. And we are Remember Remember Harry Harry Potter. Potter. Oh, crushed it. Feels good. Love it. Um today we are also not talking about a specific chapter in the Sorcerer's Stone. We are going to focus, fine focus, hyper focus today on Harry and Dudley. As I like to call him. Wadley. Wadley. Because he's a waddler. He's a waddle and he's a Dudley. He's really gross. He's a Wadley. He's really gross and also he's a victim of circumstances. Yes. So I don't want to excuse any of his bad behavior at all. Mm -hmm. I do want to mention that he's been taught all of this Mm -hmm. from the second Harry Potter arrived at his house. He's been taught to be terrible. Yeah, let's get into it. Intentional Mm -hmm. versus unintentional abuse. Mm -hmm. So Harry is always treated as bad. Oh, yeah. And everything they do to him is to make him feel belittled and unimportant and not special and like he is wrong just for existing. And everything that Dudley does is good. And nothing he can do will make him any less special, any less important. And he is praised for... Any behavior that he exhibits, regardless of what it is. Right. Even if it's exactly the same behavior that Harry is is doing. Yeah. They could do the same thing. Harry has to go spend a week in the cupboard. Dudley gets to go out for ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> this is disgusting. Yeah. And um, is there any better way to make two kids absolutely hate each other? No. Not at all. In fact, this is how people do it. Mm-hmm. This is how you teach. This is how you train people to hate other people. Yeah. <laughs> um, you tell them that they're different and you make them believe for some reason that they're different mm-hmm. when in fact they're not. They're just humans. Mm-hmm. And so if you're constantly telling a group of people that they are better than another group of people, for no reason mm-hmm. other than let's make up a reason. Uh, skin color. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's make up that reason. That That's the mean. only difference between them? Yes. Okay. So okay. let's say that this is the only difference. Sure. And so if we just are constantly telling all of these people who have this color skin that they are better and smarter and cooler and worthier than all these people who have this color of skin, then that makes them hate each other. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. Yep. Weird. Gross. I'm glad that doesn't happen in our real life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> I want it to not. Yeah. Wait a second. It does. And it does. it's wrong. It's wrong. And we fight against it. And yeah, we teach young people that it's 
wrong. Yep. And the young people are going to be the ones who have to deal with it, but they're going to be the ones who make it better. Yep. Because they will know from be- the beginning that it's wrong. Yep. Yay. Yay. So, so. these people do that with these these little humans yep. from the time they're one year old. Mm-hmm. Neither of them chose their situation, but they have no way of escaping it. No. That's the worst thing about kids uh, being abused is that they literally can not get away from mm-hmm. it. They're stuck. And so they get stuck in this world of like hell. And then for sometimes they get fed and they get a bath and they get loved and then it's hell again and then they're getting loved again and they're getting fed and so the same people who are torturing them are also taking care of them Mm -hmm. and it's the worst possible way to raise a human being yep Dudley (laughs) (laughs) Dudley I want because we don't learn a lot about Dudley we never get Dudley's point of view from anything and so I want to (laughs) just Enter his face for just a little bit. Imagine his point of view, though. And just try to flesh him out a little bit and kind of But it's just a lot of, like, eating sweet porridge and throwing things on the floor right but they're all they're all learned behaviors yes they are and so Dudley knows that so I'm talking about when Harry has to come to the birthday party and Dudley knows that he has to act like this idea of Harry coming to the party is awful because that's how he's learned to respond to Harry in general it may not be because he thinks that Harry's gonna ruin it but he has been taught that if Harry's around it's bad. Yeah. And so without even a second of hesitation, he's like, wah, 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 no Harry. Screaming. He just screams. <sighs> and it's just because Harry's existing. It's not because Harry has done anything at a previous birthday party that he ruined or anything like that. Nothing like that comes into it. It's no. just Harry is bad. And so I'm going to throw a fit. Yeah. Ew. And this on on some level deep down inside must make Dudley feel like he always has to be better than Harry. Well, yeah. I mean, imagine if, yeah, that's an interesting thing to think because he he already knows that if he does the same thing as Harry, even if it's bad, he doesn't get in trouble. Mm-hmm. But deep down, you must, I feel like just on, like as a human, you must want to strive to keep your status as oh, yeah. good. Yeah. And so there has to be some aspect of Dudley that is always choosing these things because he knows he has to be better than Harry because he is better than Harry. Yeah. And it's just, I want to I get mean, a psychologist is... in here and really explain what's happening here because I yeah. know there's something to it. It's like how when kids are labeled as gifted when they're like six and then they just feel like they have to maintain that level of specialness their mm-hmm. entire life. And then they just become overly anxious adults because they don't know how to not be gifted Mm -hmm. or to not have to live up to the label of being gifted yeah 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 it turns uh, into uh, perfectionism which then obviously is unattainable and I'm just glad that ruins people nobody ever thought I was good at anything (laughs) I was always told that I was the best at things and really smart and really good you are (laughs) (laughs) sorry I just just put another book on your head yes and now I always have to feel like I have to be good at things nobody it's rough yeah so yuck so yeah Dudley's always like I need to have more 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 because that's what's expected of me yeah And, you know, he continues to act like this for the next seven years 
until finally something clicks in his head and he looks at Harry and he goes, wait, we're the same. We were raised in the same house by the same people. Harry's not coming with us like he's supposed to be with us. He's one of us, even though for his entire life we've alienated him. He is our family. Okay, but so and this is a spoiler, everybody. But so the. One of the main things I think that makes the click, makes Mm -hmm. the change, makes the trigger is when Dudley gets attacked by the Dementors with Harry. Harry was also getting attacked. And of course, Dudley was so caught up in himself, as always, that I don't think he really noticed that Harry was also getting attacked. He didn't even know he was getting attacked. He just knew something terrible was happening to Mm -hmm. him. But he, the, the, the click was when Harry saved him and brought him home yeah there was nothing was ever the same after that right so he he does like he is surprised of like we have to leave and we're not bringing harry with us like this isn't right this isn't right but i think at this point he would have been like of course we're not bringing him with us it would have been a lot of like screaming and rejoicing yeah it took that seven years of Things being the same and then something very big happening and changing for him to realize he is part of the family. Mm -hmm. You know, he is his brother. Yeah. I mean, for now, he's 10. He's a child. I'm happy to let all of his actions reflect back on his parents. Me too. Because what 10-year-old wouldn't absolutely thrive on getting everything they want, Mm -hmm. always being the best, being doted on, everything that they want is indulged, everything that they need is indulged completely well and here's here's the thing that like just personally from my own experience with being a mom of a kid that's almost that same age Mm -hmm. and she's a she's a year younger than that but not that big of a difference um is that everything that she believes and holds dear and knows is true has been taught to her by me and her dad Mm -hmm. or like one of her teachers so her her world is very small And she believes everything I say. And I've told her from the beginning, I will never lie to you. And I don't. I've never lied to her about anything. Everything she's ever asked me, I have told the truth. So she completely trusts me. Like every once in a while, something will happen and she will look at me and I will see in her eyes pure trust. Like a wide-eyed, why is this happening? What is going on? And she knows that I will answer her truthfully and I will tell her the truth. Dudley is living in a world where his parents still at his age, they everything they've told him is the truth. Everything that they believe, he also believes. That's how parents and children work for the most part, mm-hmm. generally. Mm-hmm. So that's what's going on here. That's not this isn't as of now, this is not his fault. Yeah. To counter that just a little bit, I do want to bring up Sirius again. Because Sirius is also this exact age when he decides that what he has learned and how he's been raised is wrong and that he wants to change it. Yeah. I love a counter. Yeah. We don't have a counter very often. Not very often. But I, <laughs> after I wrote all of this about Dudley, I was like, but yeah, there are kids out there who oh, I something know. deep down inside them tells them this is wrong and I can change how I yeah. Well, I think one of the differences is I don't think that Sirius's parents were very nice to him. Right. And the Dursleys are very nice mm-hmm. to Dudley. Mm-hmm. So he's getting constant reassurance from his parents that 
they're being truthful and that they're they would never hurt him and that everything they're saying is true and right and they're they're coddling him and loving him and kissing him and adoring him whereas Sirius's parents were like go scrub the floor you little monster you know like they mm-hmm. were not nice to him yeah. and so that does make a difference where they're he's like initially not going to trust them because he feels like this there's something wrong mm-hmm. here this isn't right yeah Dudley, Dursley, Wadley, Wadley, whatever his name is. <laughs> I don't know why I have a hard time with his name, but he he has never had any reason to not trust them. True. Yeah. Which is really disgusting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I know I mentioned this in one of the previous episodes, but I just want to bring it back up in that Harry has a very, very weird sense of punishment mm-hmm. because in this chapter, I keep bringing it up because this is just a very important moment when Harry asks them to leave him at home alone he thinks to himself then maybe i can get like a snack from the fridge and i can go play on dudley's new computer game and like play with dudley's new toys that he just got yeah and for any other kid i don't know about you but if i had been caught by my brother playing his new thing before he got it (laughs) i would be in so much trouble he'd be so furious at me but for (laughs) harry that's like not even something he thinks about he's like I'm gonna be in trouble no matter what so I may as well take advantage and just play on Dudley's computer because they're gonna be mad at me regardless Mm -hmm. and so he just doesn't care about punishment at all which of course we see play out through the entire rest of the series yeah he's willing to do whatever he needs to do because it doesn't matter (laughs) (laughs) let me just tell you what Emily did Uh she put a star this is her next little paragraph Mm -hmm. and just in very strong handwriting wrote don't give your kids everything they want! Exclamation mark. <laughs> <laughs> they become little assholes who grow into large assholes. <laughs> yeah, so what did I... I wrote something very similar to that. Dudley and Piers approach the huge poisonous cobras and thick man-crushing pythons. I mean, they have really raised Dudley to be a real asshole. <laughs> like, <laughs> the first thing he wants is to go find the other bullies. Mm-hmm. The other things that can hurt you and the other things that can make you miserable because that's who he is and that's who he's been raised to be yeah i love that yep yep harry definitely should have been raised by hagrid and uh this is the hill i will die on (laughs) we already know that hagrid well we don't already we will learn to know we will learn that (laughs) hagrid is very very nurturing and very I want to say motherly, but that's just no, because that's the words they use in the book. But he's very, like, maternal towards creatures. Yeah, they talk about that a lot in um, Harry Potter and the Sacred Text, which is another Harry Potter podcast that you guys should all go listen to. Mm-hmm. They talk about how he's very maternal, that mm-hmm. he's the mom. Yeah. Harry, of course, we already know Hogwarts, safe. Hagrid would have been the best caretaker mm-hmm. for Harry Potter. Aside from... <laughs> it would have been so much fun. Um, serious hello. I know. At this... Uh, it makes me so frustrated every time I think about it. But at this point in time, obviously, James and Lily have written that Sirius is Harry's godfather. And the reason you have godparents is if something happens to the actual parents, the godparents take in the child, right? Yeah. Yep. And at this point in time, Sirius is not in prison. He has not gone after Peter Pettigrew yet. Why then did Dumbledore step in and not let Sirius take oh Harry? If if Sirius was in charge of Harry, there's no way he would have gone after Peter. It just has to be because of the blood thing. 
which isn't something that we even learn about until way, way, way too late in the series. Harry doesn't learn about it. We don't know about it. But it's like because, because Petunia has the same bloodline as Lily, she's the only family, she's the only one that can protect him, which is just doesn't track as far as I'm concerned. So, um, yeah, because Dumbledore has decided that basically law doesn't apply to him and that he gets to step in and make the decision to perform this charm, that that goes. And he doesn't have to care about what has right. been previously decided by the parents. Right. So in our Mine and Mark's Dumbledore fight, mm-hmm. which I've mentioned a couple <laughs> of times, yeah, um, he is firmly on the side that Dumbledore did the right thing because Harry wouldn't have been safe with anybody who wasn't Lily's blood family member. And I summarily disagree with that. Me and too. I'll tell you, uh, we'll talk about it constantly throughout the entire series, I'm sure. But <laughs> yes. right now, I just want to focus on and say, if Harry had been allowed to go to Hogwarts and live at Hogwarts, he would have been safe. Mm-hmm. He would have been safe because there are so many charms and protections at Hogwarts. They could have not only kept him secret and safe, they would have kept him protected. Like, as far as, like, keeping a child secret there, he wouldn't have even have had to known that he was being kept a secret. Mm-mm. He could have just been raised in this beautiful, magical land of happiness and joy and care. He could have lived in the hut with Hagrid. He could have lived in... He could have lived with McGonagall. Yeah, all of the teachers have their own yeah. living spaces at Hogwarts. I'm sure there is a few extra around. Right. So... um. And, and there are enough magical protections on Hogwarts to supersede the magical protection at the Dursleys, um, which because and so Mark is like, well, he didn't know. Dumbledore didn't know that the Dursleys were bad. Well, they he did know. Mm-hmm. He knew because Mac- McGonagall told him. Mm-hmm. And if he would have just trusted her and been like, oh, well, shoot, if these guys are bad, maybe we should do the right thing and give him to Sirius or take him to Hogwarts with us. But no, he just took it upon himself to make the decision for everyone. Mm-hmm. Because as we'll see many, many times, whatever Dumbledore says is just going to happen because he's just Dumbledore and he wants to make the decisions and he wants to be right. Um, which a lot of the time, and we'll see this also if we're paying very close attention, is not accurate. He doesn't make the right decisions. He just makes whatever decision he thinks is right. He doesn't take into account what McGonagall thinks, which he should. She's so smart. She's always looking at the bigger picture. She's always looking at the greater good, which isn't always good, but she does. She looks at what's most important for everyone involved. Mm-hmm. Um, just imagine for a minute with me the life that Harry could have had. So regardless of whatever room he's living in, he could have lived at this castle just like Hagrid did. Mm-hmm. And he would have been traipsing down to that hut every day, mm-hmm. having a beautiful rock cake breakfast, <laughs> uh, snuggling with whatever animal Hagrid has in the hut at Him the moment. Him and Fang would have been BFFs. Mm-hmm. He would have been so slobbery all the Going time. Going around the grounds, picking mushrooms and herbs and whatever uh wild foraging plants are uh, all around the place um hanging out in the herbology room mixing up stuff 
you know, I mean, Snape would have tortured him also, but it just would have been his home. Yeah, I mean, eating in the kitchens with all the house elves all the time. Hanging out with with everybody there, Mm -hmm. um, being completely nurtured and well taught about human goodness and kindness from McGonagall constantly. Mm-hmm. I mean, she she just really understands human goodness and where to apply it and where to not apply it. Like the fact that she refuses, and this is a spoiler, she refuses to let Trelawney be sacked and leave the grounds. This is her home. This is where Trelawney lives. Mm-hmm. It's That's the kind of love and human kindness that McGonagall has in her heart. And she would have taught that to Harry from day one. Think of how different his life would have been and how much more powerful of a wizard he would have been if that's the upbringing he would have had instead of not being able to learn. Because you can't learn. Kids can't learn when they are under constant threat of abuse being malnourished being neglected and abandoned they can't learn under those circumstances so his education was really really not where it what it should have been mm-hmm. so his his education would have been better his health would have been better his brain everything about him would have been better if he hadn't been left with these people yep. and forced to grow up alongside A kid his exact same age who is being treated, I mean, terribly, but also beautifully by his parents Mm -hmm. and seeing that and always being subject to that and having to live in a cupboard when there's a perfectly good bedroom upstairs. A cupboard doesn't have a window. (laughs) Oh, I know. A cupboard doesn't have a window and it doesn't have air conditioning and it doesn't have heat and it doesn't have cleanliness and it doesn't have a bed. It's just a cupboard. We all have a cupboard under the stairs. Like we, that was like the most important thing about buying a house is that I had a cupboard under the stairs, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I just Mm -hmm. hate that Dumbledore, first of all, makes this decision. (laughs) But second of all, makes this decision out of fear. And it's because he's worried that Voldemort will come back and come after Harry that he wants to protect him, which doesn't even come into play in the story until Harry's 11 years old. Well, and not only that, it... Um, so Voldemort did choose Harry as his answer to the prophecy, mm-hmm. but, um, it still might not have been Harry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so why weren't they taking all of the steps to protect Neville? Mm-hmm. Because he had a grandma? Well, it's because Voldemort killed Lily and James yeah. that cemented. Yeah. So anyway, um, <laughs> it's really awful all around. Mm-hmm. Dudley, uh, and Harry have a forced terrible relationship yep they didn't have to have a bad relationship they could have grown up as brothers and best friends if that had been nurtured if there hadn't been so much fear um you know i mean like so dumbledore was like here's this family they have a kid it'll be great it'll be fine he didn't check in he didn't make sure he didn't (laughs) he didn't check in to make sure that harry wasn't being treated terribly I mean, I wish that Dudley and Harry had had a good relationship. Mm -hmm. They could have helped each other so much. They could have been so funny. They're both funny. Oh, my gosh. Sassy Harry and... I mean, they are. Yeah, Dudley. They're both funny. They both have a sense of humor. They both have um, the ability to make lifelong friends obviously so this isn't they have the same type of personality it's just that like one got nurtured another way than the other one did and if they had been both loved and cherished and taken care of 
they could have been amazing together. Mm-hmm. It makes me really sad and mad because, uh, like I said earlier, this isn't Dudley's fault. And when he becomes an adult, he realizes how wrong it was mm-hmm. immediately. Yeah. He doesn't even waver. He's like, we need to take him with. And they're like, now. Yeah, <laughs> there, <can't." laughs> there's so much fan fiction of uh adult Dudley and Harry and how Dudley ends up having a magical child and has Uh, to go to Harry for help and I love that yeah I'm really glad that people write all those good things I do too I think curiously live them out (laughs) (laughs) and it is a smart thing for people to to notice Mm -hmm. that he did change his mind and he didn't he did not believe everything his parents taught him when he finally could realize that it wasn't true which is such an important thing and I hope that we can all get to that point where we can we can take our brain away from what we've been taught our entire lives and think of what the truth might be for ourselves Mm -hmm. really important super important let's do it (laughs) yes all right awesome well thank you again for joining us on our journey through the magical world of harry potter yeah next week we're going to be back with another chapter episode so i'm super excited to keep reading yep it'll be chapter three Mm -hmm. uh and it'll be a really fun ride oh yeah finally (laughs) we can stop talking about these dumb muggles (laughs) you guys are amazing uh we love having you with us thank you for all of your feedback so far and we we are excited to hear more from you yes write us anytime and thank you for remembering harry potter with us Mm -hmm. thank you so much and let's create something magical together bye bye You've been remembering Harry Potter with Marin and Emily. You can stay in touch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Remember Harry Potter Podcast. Please consider joining us on Patreon for a weekly bonus video, access to our notes, original artwork, and to connect with our awesome community. You can message us at RememberHarryPotterPodcast at gmail.com. Send us a voice message on Anchor or leave a review on iTunes. Yes, please leave a review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for all this information and more. 